0: Hello everybody, I'm Kim. And I'm Sam. And this is Stop Running From This, a Ghost Adventures Review Podcast. We're not dead yet. <laughs> no, we're still living. Much to Sam's horror and surprise. Listen, every day is a surprise. <laughs> and the surprise is... I but, live. Actually, it's getting less surprising because it keeps happening. <laughs> See, now the real surprise is if you died. Uh, yeah. I don't want that right now. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't say we want it. I just said it would be a surprise. No, that's the new thing. I don't want it. It's so weird. (laughs) You also survived this episode, which was Eastern State Penitentiary. Yeah, didn't fall asleep either. You didn't. We're not recording on our usual day. We're actually recording in the middle of the week, which is weird. I went to work today and I'm going to work tomorrow. But I have a beer, so it's okay. same (laughs) i actually had to stop at work before we started recording this is the uh thing that sucks about living across the street from your work it's like well i'll set this up and come back later crap that's when we're recording uh sam at this time i need to go run across the street for a few minutes bye yeah it worked out yeah so you hung out in my apartment and talked to your boyfriend Yeah. It was so cute. They were skyping when I walked in, and I'm like, I felt like I interrupted something, even though it's my apartment. <laughs> it's your apartment. I'm on your couch. <laughs> you seemed concerned that I wasn't gonna be entertained enough. So I did. I felt so bad. So I was like, I'll. I'll like, see I love them. Free. Like I have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime, and you're like, I'm good. I'm really good at self entertaining. All right, so. This episode was Eastern State, which I was so excited for, because even though I just realized I don't think I've been to Eastern State in, like, six or seven years. And I've never been. I've just been so excited for this episode, because the Ghost Hunters episode was one of their best. Oh my gosh, I realized, I thought I remembered this episode, but I actually remembered the Ghost Hunters episode, which is so good. Which, BT dubs, Ghost uh, Hunters is coming back. Ghost Nation. Ghost Nation, it's premiering sometime in late 2019, and it fo- follows uh, Jason, Steve, and Tango. And I guess we're going to have to start a second podcast. <laughs> I was actually going to like, when I was th- commenting on it, I'm like, crap, do we need to do another podcast now? I know. <laughs> like, what do we do? Do we just blog about it? I do guess... we do mini episodes How does this work? I feel like... I feel like the Ghost Nation episodes will be us just being like, Ah, this is so great. I'm so happy. Maybe we'll just have to do Twitch live streams for that one. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But yeah, so this episode was Eastern State, which I was super excited for. Oh, mostly because I think this is the first occasion they've done that I've actually been there. Yeah. I'm like, I know this place! I caught a ghost pic in this place, I think. It'll be on our Instagram. It's an interesting picture. Zach would use the O word, for sure. Zach would use the O word. Uh, it is... I'll talk a little bit about it when we get to like the stories and stuff, but I'm very excited. This is season 2, episode 6 of Ghost Adventures. So it's our episode 13! Oh, lucky 13. Woot, 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 woot. I finally remembered our episode numbers. (laughs) Yay. It would have been so cool if this premiered on June 13th. We could have taken another week off. It would have been another few weeks off. Yeah. So, June 13th is the Feast of St. Anthony. For Italians, it's actually considered one of the luckiest days of the year. Sam, you look confused by this. I'm not confused, i would never heard luckiest day of the year part, but I do understand now that when I was walking through like Belmont with Joe and Rachel, while the church there had like a big banner saying San Antonio, St. Anthony, right? I was like, is this feast day coming up? But yeah. I didn't google it because my legs hurt because we walked around the entire zoo. It's June 13th, it's my aunt's wedding anniversary. Um, but yeah, no, at least for me, I was told growing up that was like one of the luckiest days of the year. It's our St. Patrick's Day, y'all. <laughs> Do we get wine wasted? No, we get holy bread. I like bread. Guys, we said to ourselves, we're going to be less tangential today because it's the middle of the week. It'll be great. Clearly this is not working out. <laughs> we're both tired. We'll <laughs> make I'm fast. not tired, surprisingly. I'm tired. I wasn't I was tired and then we ate a whole pie pizza. We did, it was and now it was I'm not glorious. <laughs> Alright, so the Ghost Adventures crew visits Easter State Penitentiary in Philadelphia, one of the oldest standing prisons in the country. The inmates may have left a long time ago, but in their place are angry spirits roaming the cell blocks and corridors. I mean, it's just a really good example of spin. This entire episode is a really good example of what spin looks like. Um, it went down poorly. (laughs) Okay, let's start at the beginning. I didn't get anyone's names in this episode. I didn't either. I called them the historian and the chick from Philly and the other dudes. Yeah, that first dude, my... Okay, here's my note. This guy looks like he wants me to get off his yacht because I'm a plebeian. (laughs) (laughs) He Um... looks like the villain from... Any story, or the heroes are plucky young kids. So my first note is he I'm loving like the establishing shots of Philly, because that must have been so much fun to just run around Philly, doing establishing shots. Hope they get the permits. Um, they probably did. They probably did. It's a Travel Channel show. They had to have gotten permits. Yeah. No, that guy literally looks like he's gonna charge yeah. me for walking into my own neighborhood. That guy looks like he's on the top ten worst landlord list. That guy looks like he voted for Trump. <laughs> you done yet? That guy looks like gentrification. He looks like he can't dance. He looks like he wears socks <laughs> with his sandals while he grills. I knew there was more. I'm just, like, waiting for it. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. But I hope that's a really good description of what You're this guy looks done. like. You're not done. You have more in there. I know well, you. I know <laughs> So he's giving Zach the history of the prison. And one thing I know is they're going to the original cell blocks. Um, so the way Eastern State is divided, they actually have a row of what the original design for the cell blocks were that had been restored. And then they have the newer blocks. And one thing he comments is that originally the prison was built for each solitary confinement. You had your own cell that was completely closed off. And there was a gate that led to a small courtyard area that was just you. So you had no interaction with anybody else. and The idea was that was supposed to make you be penitent. The word penitentiary comes from penitent. So they thought that if they locked you up with just your thoughts, you would see the error of your ways and repent. You can guess how well that went. Listen, I'm making a face that I can't really describe in words, but you can feel it in soul. You know, when someone says something so dumb... <laughs> Well, they didn't think it was dumb at the time. I mean, monks isolate themselves, and they're holy. Yeah, but they, they're they holy before they go in. But still, it's like... So I'm not defending them. I'm just saying. I'm just saying I don't think they realized they were causing mental harm. I think... This was not one of Ben Franklin's better ideas. Uh, I think you're ascribing... Well, not ascribing. I think you're giving a lot of benefit of the doubt to these people. I'm not giving that much benefit of the doubt. They did actually write down what their reasoning was. Plus, they were Quakers. Quakers have this whole do no harm thing. They're total pacifists. (laughs) I just think they didn't think it through. I agree with you on that. Because if they had spent like another minute on it, and maybe did some tests... Like on themselves. But one thing that bothered me is he's like, yeah, no. And the whole prison was like this till it closed. I'm like, no. They did eventually switch to more modern cell types that were open and you had roommates. In fact, like five minutes after he says, and the whole thing was like this, they go, and then. <laughs> They're like, Mm, this isn't working out. Everyone's losing their marbles. And they change it. So, like, honestly, it was so weird. And he's like, and then they, the whole thing was like this forever. And then, not <laughs> yeah, immediately after, because story beats have to get hit first. But basically, like, the next section is. Yeah, and it then was it wasn't like this anymore. super misleading, especially since he's standing in front of the freaking sign that actually says, it was only like this for, like, 20 years or something. <laughs> Which is more than enough years. Um, I don't remember how long, but they're like, yeah, no, this is temporary. And also, Zach is wearing this, like, I thought it was a denim jacket. We later figured out it was a denim shirt. This, like, black Ed Hardy. I think it had, like, an Ed Hardy design on the it back. It is like, some denim Ed Hardy shit. But you know what? It works! I- this is better than a lot of the things he's worn. No, like, I was digging it! I was like, I, right, I. Right. I can go for this. He's wearing jeans on top, jeans on the bottom. Kim's like, But they're yes. not the same color. They're not the same color, so it's not a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, it's not the same color. It actually fits him well. It doesn't. He's got a big old belt buckle. But the big old belt buckle works for that. Yes. And it works because he's from Nevada. Yes. Oh, that's the other thing. Is that like... This was a very Nevada look. It was a very Nevada look, but that's okay. He's from Nevada. You can take the boy out of Nevada. You can't take the Nevada out of the boy. Oh my god, there's something from Reddit I need to show you. It's <laughs> Redneck Zack. Okay. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> it's a commercial where the guy just happens to look like the redneck version of Zack. Zack isn't the redneck version of Zack? Nah, Zack's a city boy. Oh no. Okay, you mean like tractors and stuff. I mean, Zach's many things. Zach's not redneck. I'm from New York City. Zach's still not redneck. I have a very wide definition of redneck. Maybe a little too wide. Because he's very much a city boy. I mean, you're right. He doesn't know what a fucking carpenter bee is. And he doesn't know what a snake is. He cares too much about his appearance to be a redneck. I bet you he gets manicures. I bet you he does. Okay, you're right. Honestly, I bet you Aaron gets ma- <laughs> manicures too. I mean, come um, on, don't tell me that they don't get manicures. I don't think Nick gets manicures. I don't think Nick does, but I'm like 90% sure Aaron does. But not with Zach. No, no, no. I think he no, goes no, no, to no. his own place, away from him, and maybe talk <laughs> some shit. Although, he does take him to Disneyland apparently. Cause on Instagram, Zach, uh, Zach posted a picture. He's like, "I need to go back soon." Aaron's like, "Bro, we need to. I got you." It's like it's so cute when they interact. That's what friendship looks like: going to Disney together. Okay, so right. Zach so- denim jacket, which we were totally going for, and I'm, I was really proud of baby Zach. It's like you look good, son. He does. If only he would do something else with his hair. The only issue I had is that it looked like he was dressed for a date, not to do interviews at Eastern State. Yeah. Well, I would love to see him in a pullover sweater. When you say pullover sweater, you mean like with a hood or like- No, no, no. Like something that Chris Evans would wear. Like You want to see him dress like a wasp? No, no. Just in a, in a nice fucking sweater. I can't picture Zach in a nice fucking sweater. I know, it'd be so odd, right? Well, it's certainly not Nevada. Well, lucky for him, he was in Philadelphia and it looked cold. That boy looked cold If he only put a sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, this episode is brought to you by the concept of putting a sweater on because it's cold out. Your mom really wants you to put a sweater on. It's going to be cold. It was fucking 90 degrees this weekend! Put a sweater on! It was 90! It's May! Is it not what your mother would say? Put a sweater on in fucking 90 degree weather? It's cold afraid, at night. She was afraid to let me take the dog out because she thought I was going to kill him! <coughs> She's like, it's too hot for him! I'm like, Mom Oh my gosh. But it gets chilly at night. Does it get that cold? I was so cold last night. Well last night it was thunderstorming. Yeah. That's different. You have to take a sweater if you're gonna go outside because you might be out late and then it gets cold. I don't know. I can't sleep if it's if I'm too warm. So I just had a tank and shorts. It was actually too humid in my room, not necessarily too warm. And that's Oh, um, I hate that's that! what my hair looks like this now. That's I can't deal with humidity, that's why I have to have the AC on during the summer. If I can't sleep if I'm too cold. I just sit there and shiver and cry. See if I'm too cold, I just grab more blankets and like I make myself warm. But if I'm too hot, I can't deal with it. You produce your own body heat. Not really. More than I do. Yeah. I mean that's not saying much. I'm pretty sure there's, like, cold-blooded creatures that produce more body heat than I do. Yeah, it's like whenever I spend a night with Alex, I just have to make sure it's freezing. Because he's a goddamn radiator. That's so nice, though. I hate being cold. It's the worst. I, I have not known to cry if it's too cold. See, I'm the type of person who I'm like, okay... If it's cold, I could put on layers. There are only so many layers that can take off when it's hot. My definition of too hot is way beyond most people. I just, I don't like being sticky. Sticky is my least favorite. That's why high humidity can be very annoying. Um, also, and I, the other thing is that if I get too hot, I start sweating. If my bangs are pulled back, I don't notice it, but like when my bangs start getting soaked, I get really sad. Oh, that is sad. I need to get refreshments. I need to get a haircut this weekend. I need to get my color done. Look at me. This isn't even red. This is like ginger. Looks good though. I mean, yeah, but it's very how far we have fallen. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't see half my face. <laughs> Your hair is not the right color. I need to get my nails done. We are in a bad way here at, um, Stop Running From This Podcast. No, it's like, it's in between events and stuff for us, and we're like, uh Alright, so, there's Zach's denim jacket, and then, oh, and then they were talking about the dude who beat a, uh, guard to death with a piece of sewing machine, I think? Yeah. I'll be honest, Zach was talking, so I wasn't- <laughs> Well, for me, I was. That's why you weren't laughing, cause the guy's like, like yeah, he beat him, and then he went back to his cell and took a nap. And okay, Zach's that was those, the same incident. I wasn't sure if that was two incidents or and not. Zach's like, wait, he beat a man to death, then took a nap. What a sicko! And I'm just like, I'm like, that's a mood though. I'm like, that was a lot of hard work. No seriously, it's nap time. that's what I thought. I'm like- you know, that's a lot of hard work. I'd want a fucking nap, too. <laughs> like, that takes a lot of energy out of you. Do you know how hard you got to beat someone to kill them? I, like, sometimes getting up in the morning to go to work is too much, and I want to go back to sleep. And now I'm actually, like, killing someone with a blunt object? Nah. That's work. It's nap time. <laughs> Always take a nap after you kill someone. He said that and my friend was like, "Happy people don't kill their husbands." Endorphins <laughs> <laughs> make you happy. Does? Yeah, it's like exercise. put exercise <laughs> produces endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy <laughs> people just don't kill their husbands. <laughs> Legally Blonde is a great God. movie. It it is good. I had a very strong not-like-other-girls phase for, like, most of my life. And then, of course, we had to go see Legally Blonde, the musical, uh, the field trip in high school. Yeah, it was a hard time for me in high school. But now that I'm past that, because I'm, I'm not like other girls, I'm a non-binary person. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist! <laughs> that is great. Anyway. Um, Legally Blonde is actually really, really good, you guys. See? It's... I never thought I'd say this. Because I read the book. Oh, there's a book? It's based off a book. Holy shit. It is... the movie is actually better than the book. That makes sense to me. By a lot. But the book's not... bad. It's just Al is so much more selfish. And Reese Witherspoon is really charismatic. Like that is in the movie she like gives a shit in the try in the book she's like barely trying. She's reading magazines in the back of class and passing everything. Man, I'd kill her. I know I'm like, I'm a person who has been and known then, to read books. Well, in except class. for the one class where she's not, but a dude who has a crush on her gave her notes to help her study. No no dude ever offered me his notes, so yeah, the movie a thousand times better. No dude ever offered me his notes because I never needed them. I mean, there's that, but also like, how often is that like a? I actually did have, hear of other people having. He would be like, "So do you want to come? Like, do you want to study together sometime?" And I'm like, "That is the least." How does that? How do you translate that into so- like?
1: I had that,
0: but they were, like, study groups. Yeah. Where, like, we did things like work on our chemistry homework together. Yeah, but that doesn't translate into smooching. Yeah, I never had an individual be like, so, um, you want to come and study later? I mean, even my boyfriend, if he's like, you want to come and study later? It was not an excuse for smooching, it was, help me! (laughs) I mean, I did make out in the stacks. See, I never did that, and that disappoints me. Made out in the snacks, and gave a blowjob in the unused stairwell. Libraries are fun. You had way more fun in college than I did. I also dropped out. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, actually, no, that's not true. I gave a blowjob in the back corner of the radio station. See? I gave a blowjob in the record library. That works. That counts. Hey, it's a tradition in WHRW. And then once you do it, you sign the wall in the back. (laughs) And the I wish I was kidding. That's a thing. It's not a tradition to give blowjobs in an unused stairwell. It's (laughs) just there was no one in the stairwell. (laughs) Nope. We've told people they can never bring a blacklight into the radio station. Oh. We're pretty sure the only thing that's clean is the soundboard because no one would dare fuck with the soundboard. No, it's expensive. Yep. This isn't about Eastern State at all. <laughs> no. Blow jobs. <laughs> well, hey, well, actually, no, this does relate to Eastern State because the next thing on my note is the Death Ledger, which for, by the way, the Death Ledger oh. sounds like a great name Bam. title for a book. Yeah. Or a band. Band is a great title for anything. But also so they're going through all the deaths in okay, Easter State. I'm gonna stop you real fast because but, you're you're glossing over the locksmith having a vision. Oh, I zoned out for that. Okay, so the locksmith <laughs> is like trying to unrust a padlock so he could pick it and like replace it, right? As you do. And then they introduced this situation as he saw an apparition. But he, then they're like, Yeah, and then he had a vision. And you can hear the question marks. Where, like, he saw all of the sad souls still chained to this place. Um, And honestly, it did remind me of something that has happened to me in this life. Oh, boy. Oh, no, no. You've heard the story. Uh Uh Uh-huh. uh Yes, so when we had to dissect frogs in bio and... I got really, like, dizzy and nauseous from the fumes because I'm dizzy all the time, so we might as well. <coughs> I'm sitting in the back of the classroom because um, our teacher wouldn't let me leave because you had to be there. No one was allowed to leave. And I had a hallucination. To be fair, it's state requirement. Fair. I had a hallucination that frogs were dissecting people, and that's exactly what this locksmith's vision reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> frogs in lab coats, you have to understand. It was it was a really remarkable vision, and I was like, yo, teach, I need to go stare at a mirror and throw water on my face for at least 15 minutes, because it's getting weird back here. <laughs> but yeah. So, the locksmith had visions, which reminded you of visions of frogs dissecting people. Yes. Which, I feel like that, that whole incident, like, could not dissect a frog because the fumes were making me really dizzy, which, honestly, being alive makes me really dizzy, so this could have been avoided. Yeah, you would have not um, done well in science. There are a lot of fumey things. Well, there's one thing like, just standing directly over, like formaldehyde, is just not something that I should be doing. I mean, one thing that I'm so surprised has not made me hallucinate was when I was TAing intro bio, and I had to use ether on the flies. Because <laughs> we didn't trust. So <laughs> we didn't trust the kids with the ether. No. No, no. When I say kids, I mean they were my age. I was an undergraduate TA. Okay, so but I, I was trusted, but they weren't. As someone who went to college, yes, I don't trust the kids either. <laughs> so I was under the fume hood, but, like, when you're constantly doing it every five minutes, I actually had to leave and get air because I was feeling sick. You were ethering yourself. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm still amazed I didn't hallucinate that day. But, yeah, so then they go to the death ledger because Zach is like, I wonder how many people died here. And he's like, well, we have the actual records. And it's like, you know, it's it's hundreds, and Zach's like, what? Oh, okay, actually, here's what Zach is like. You guys are all on the internet, because you're listening to this podcast. Um, you know that gif of the gopher? <gasps> actually, they might not, because that's one of the <coughs> first memes. The dun-dun-dun! Yes. Uh, I'll post a link on Twitter. It's so good. That's exactly what he's like in this. And then the guy's like, wait, wait, wait. You have to understand that a lot of these guys had life sentences. And life means death. Which is such a tautology, I love it. The only way you're leaving is in a pine box. And Zach completely ignores him, honestly, and goes back to being like, so many people died. Like I said, for a show about ghosts, (laughs) Zach really has a problem accepting death. He's not friends with death. You know, he's not getting beers with death. He's not talking to death. I bet you he doesn't have a living will or funeral directive or a will will. Fuck, I have to do that, don't I? Yes, you do. So do I. (laughs) I don't want an adult. No, no, no. This This is so that in the case where you aren't adults no, no. incapable capable of adulting I, anymore. I, I know. I know what it is. I just, I don't want to adult. I hear it's very fast. I definitely <laughs> do want to do the funeral directive if I do nothing else. So that, okay. So it's especially useful for trans people. Oh, I thought, I thought that you like wanted some weird request. Like, and I want to be thrown off the, t- I want my ashes to be spread no, On oh, my bed. I just want the fucking headstone to say Sam. Oh, that's that's, that's <laughs> okay. That's cool. Yeah, no. If I die before my parents do, that's not going to be something that happens unless I have it, like, in a legally binding document. Yeah, no, no. no. When you said, like, I don't know if you I was like, do you want us to, like, throw a party at your funeral? Yeah, <laughs> like, shots off the coffin, my dude. Well, that's what my dad wants. <laughs> my dad wants to have hors d'oeuvres and alcohol served. Actually, I want you guys to play the Mountain Goats, so you have to be forced to listen to the Mountain Goats. I listen to the Mountain Goats. I know, but not everyone who comes to my funeral will have actually listened to the Mountain Goats. I only listen to podcasts about oh, only listening, listening to the, to the Mountain, Mountain Goats. Goats. <laughs> I only listen to Mountain Goats. It's a great podcast, by the way. Even if you're not a fan of the Mountain Goats, because especially this new season, season two... They're going through how the latest Mountain Goats album got made, um, before the final master and final names and final track order is done. So it's it's really really interesting from like uh, how the sausage gets made perspective. Death comes for us all, but it especially (laughs) comes for you if you're in. (laughs) (laughs) So they so they pull out the death ledger and they're going through the deaths and I. And notices that there's a shit ton of suicides. And then he comes across one. Oh my god, I love this That one. is not like the other. One of these things is not like the other. And he looks at it he goes, wait, what? And the historian's like, I, I see it. I've never seen that one before. It's, it's Yacht Guy, specifically. It's a young guy. He's 18 years old. Cause of death. Masturbation. Yeah, so if the if that's what those numbers meant, because we didn't have the headings on that page, he was 18. Do, do you have to let that sit for a second. Cause of death? Masturbation. Okay. If that could kill you, I would have been dead like 10 times like, <laughs> right now. Seriously, <laughs> though. <I'm> sorry, parents. <laughs> Actually, but it is interesting because the first death that he zeroes in on is a guy, so it has what you did before you were in jail and then what you're in jail for. And this guy was 38. He had been a laborer and he was in jail for robbery. And he does kill himself at 38. And it's odd to me that Zach looks at that, you know, a guy who's just in for robbery. Like, sure, there's murderers and all that good stuff because those do get mentioned but you know the first death he zeroes in on is just you know a guy who is in for stealing some shit not necessarily killing people and then what does he say to the ghosts? You'll find out after these commercial messages! This is brought to you by a hip recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> hip recruiter, Hip recruiter, <laughs> where you can get your new hip fast and cheap. Call us now. <laughs> Go to uh, hiprecruiter.co.uk/slash. Stop running from this podcast to get ten percent off getting your hips stolen. I mean recruited. <laughs> Please note: this podcast does not, not support stealing of hips or a black market. <laughs> it, hip recruiter is not a real site. Please do not visit it. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. (laughs) So. Masturbation! It can kill you, apparently? Question mark? Silly Quakers. Oh, oh, but then there's a weird thing, right? Where they're like, let's close the death ledger. And he's like, and now we're closing the death ledger. Because he likes to narrate. Then he's like, I just... I just want to, I just want to touch it. And then he puts, like, his whole gloved hand on it. And I just want to say, while I'm making fun of him for this, that the glove is obviously too small for his hands. It doesn't come all the way down the fingers. Otherwise, he has really short fingers. I look at hands. I'm a weirdo. Mm. And then he puts his weird paw hand. (laughs) Because the glove's too far. His fingers, look really short. And he just... Sits there for everybody, he's like, I just, I just feel compelled to do this. Oh, that's weird. Okay, I just, I'm ready now. And he's like, I hope you don't think I'm a weirdo. And Yacht Guy's like, nope, sure, whatever. And like, the archival person there is just like, she's just kind of looking at him like he's brought another head, but it's impolite to tell someone that they have an extra head. I like your ghost. (laughs) I'm doodling as we're talking, and I draw draw a chained ghost. Above the ocean, is the tide going to raise? Is this Execution Island? No, I'm literally just doodling. I like it, though. (laughs) This will go on Instagram so you guys can see what my doodles are. My terrible artistic skills. It's good. It's good doodles. (laughs) I didn't write that down because I was just rolling my eyes too hard. They went, I went, I saw my brain. We had a lovely conversation. (laughs) Like, it, it was just, oh my god. My, my note was, I want to touch the death ledger. (laughs) So much pandering. It was so weird. So yeah, so then they talked about how they used to torture the inmates. And uh, one of them was that they used to chain inmates to the wall in winter outside and throw ice-cold water on them yeah which i'm like that kills people and kim's like that's the point (laughs) (laughs) i thought punishments weren't supposed to you know put you in your grave no they're supposed to make you fear death Hmm. Then they were talking about the iron gag, where you essentially had like an iron bit that was in your it mouth. It is one of my least favorite torture devices. Not that I have favorite ones, but you know <laughs> you rank them um, by what you definitely, definitely don't want to be subjected to, and this is definitely one of those I don't, I don't like. I okay, but I rank them by which ones I definitely don't want to be subjected to. What was great is Aaron is behind. Zach. And Zach knows about because he's like God. gesturing toward Aaron acting out being trapped the Iron Gag. And because this is Aaron he is enjoying the shit out of it. I'm he is hamming it up so much. And it honestly I was like dying laughing. I do believe his wrists may be bound. His wrists are bound? Yes. Why is Aaron tied up? Why isn't Aaron tied up? Is this a kink thing? No, I think they were demonstrating how the gag worked and, like, how the prisoners were placed. Are we sure this isn't a kink thing? Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure Aaron has a kink of- Sorry, Zach has a kink of torturing Aaron. Putting Aaron in situations. That's why I'm asking. If if we didn't have this already thing where Zach just likes seeing Aaron in, like, vulnerable situations, I wouldn't ask. After this, they go into one of my favorite things from Eastern State. This is one of the things that I actually very much remember and I thought was super cool. Other than Al Capone's luxury prison cell, which we'll get into. I love that one. But there was the dude, I think it was Slick Willie Sutton, who actually successfully escaped. He and four other men, or it was four men total, something like that, actually dug out of Eastern State. Because Eastern State is in the middle of Philly. But he didn't think it through and got caught as soon as he escaped. And it is my favorite thing, because it's like, you got out, you made it, you got out, and you really didn't think about what you were doing. I would have gone at least to the other side of the street. It was, he got caught super fast, Joe. Apparently, the headline said, convicts pop out like rats, and... Honestly, that is a good headline crafting. That's a good, yeah, it's like, that's very visual. Like, I can actually imagine what that looks like. I can see the Looney Tunes version of that in my head as we speak. And then we get to Al Capone's cell, which I have to ask, was there a map security prison that Al Capone, on the East Coast that, or actually, was there a map security prison that Al Capone wasn't in? He was a lot of places. Because he was in Eastern State, he was in Alcatraz, so yeah, so was in Eastern State, and he had a uh, luxury prison cell <laughs> for eight months. Yes, it had- his For nice... concealed carry, essentially. I thought it was tax evasion. No, that one they said it was because he had a concealed weapon. Okay. Um, although rumor has it he purposely got himself caught because it was protection. If I remember correctly, uh, he had made some rifle- a ma- rival uh, gang members pissed, so um, he got himself caught, so he'd be protected in jail. <laughs> Eight months of free room and board, and he his cell was lit. He had like nice furniture, a skylight, like two skylights. Two it scy- was lavishly appointed. The only thing that sucked was the dude who was haunting his dreams. Oh my gosh. I really want that to be true. Yacht, uh, the historian was like, you know, they say... Are you gonna call him Yacht Guy again? Yeah, but this was actually the other guy. This is the, the old historian. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, this is not uh, Captain Capitalism. He's like, you know, they say, but we don't know. And then as they're talking, like, Zach hears a noise, and the historian completely changes his tune, and he's like, Jimmy Clark, please, give us another sign of your presence. And I'm like, you changed your tune so quick, huh? Yeah, this is apparently one of the guys who died in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I've heard this story before. It's a favorite of mine. Uh, Not the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Uh, I thought you meant the massacre. uh, No, no, that Al Capone is in his fucking Grand Plaza Hotel of a prison cell with a fucking radio and like three lamps and a desk and paintings you know really living it up and one of the guys that died in a a thing that he you know organized organized because he organized crime i is just they're like yo al capone you killed me and al capone just like Go away, ghost. (laughs) That's not what Chicago sounds like, that's what Brooklyn sounds like, but go away, ghost. Hey, we ain't from Chicago, we from New York. I can't, I can't even do a fake Chicago. I can't do a fake anything. If you get me tired enough, my Queens comes out. It does, it's cute. (laughs) My next de- note on this is gotta love Philly chicks because this is when they interview the chick whose name I can't remember. It's Catherine. They say It's it Catherine. Okay. yes. Yeah. cute in a like, I don't spend enough time sleeping because I'm talking to dead people way. <laughs> Which I'm one to talk, but. She's cute like Winona Rider and Beetlejuice. You know what? That is exactly <laughs> what I'm going for here. <laughs> Which apparently the musical's nominated for like eight Tonys. There's a Beetlejuice musical. Did you not know this? <laughs> Missed it. Oh, it's still on Broadway. You want to go? No. <laughs> Beetlejuice <laughs> is one of the movies I saw too young that I'm, uh, like, absolutely terrified of. E.T. Um, Edward Scissorhands I saw at a very young age and I have nightmares about. My first read our movie was Sleepy Hollow. I don't think I've seen the entirety of that one. It's very campy because you know that's how you do camp, met. Speaking of camp, so we had Catherine, who is just the, in- she is the, like just perfect example, of Philly chick. She's describing a paranormal experience and she's just very matter of fact about. It. She's like, you know, because we're all nervous. I made a, you know, don't drop the soap joke, and then someone slapped my ass. Was that like someone slapped yep, slapped my ass. So anyway. <laughs> It was so weird, because in the first part of the interview with her, Zach is like moving a little bit closer and then backing away, and he's like having a giggle. It's very odd. And apparently she's very cute and very confident. And a Winona Ryder in, Beet- in Beetlejuice, yes. And you know, she's into some weird shit. Which is on his Tinder profile. He's like, damn, this chick be checking all my boxes. That Tinder profile was short, but goddamn, we got a lot of material from it. (laughs) 13 episodes of making fun of his Tinder profile. No, 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 we didn't have it in the first episodes. I think it's 12. episodes of making fun of his Tinder profile. Um, Sorry, Zach. Okay, not sorry. I'm (laughs) deaf. No, I'm sorry. We, if you need someone to look over future Tinder profiles, we will do you this service. We will. We will be your bro. Like we'll be your wingmen. Wing people. Yeah, we'll be your wing people. We'll be birds. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so we've kind of figured out that he kind of ta- they talks to women a little bit differently than he talks to men. And do we think that the reason for this might be that he's trying to flirt, question mark? I think he doesn't know how to talk to girls, and he's just trying to be like, I talk to girls sometimes by, you know, tell joke and make eye contact and then look away very quickly because I'm afraid. It's adorable. It's not very professional. So yeah, so she talks about the shower. Oh gosh, yeah. Zach goes, well, Aaron, this is a place for you later. Which, Zach, what is it with you and me to push Aaron into showers, yo? It's a kink. <laughs> I'm telling you! He's like, like, physical touch, it's a shower. Aaron, Aaron! This is the perfect spot for you. And Aaron's just looking at him like, what is the obsession? <laughs> The guy sent Aaron alone. After talking to Catherine, they talk with another investigator who says that he had a newbie who came with him at Eastern State and he was trying... hold on, stretch out, like... ...to talk to the ghosts and they had the signs outside with all of their names so he's trying to call them by name and they actually fucking answer him and he apparently gets so scared, he calls for his mommy. And I'm just like, bro, two rules. One, don't insult the ghost. He insulted him. He used a bad word. It's bleeped out, but it's a bad word. So, one, don't insult the ghost, man. And two, mommy can't help you now. Oh my god. Also, apparently, what the man said was Tickle Me Elmo, because his name was Elmo. So No, no, that was later. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, no, that oh, wasn't what the kids said. The food showed up. I'm missing notes for a good chunk after that. <laughs> we got hungry and devoured a pizza. An it entire was pizza. It was glorious. So, yeah, Tickle Me Elmo, Zach beca- is calls himself a master taunter, and I got a giggle. Moving forward, because we were talking about food, and this is perfect, so... The lockdown begins. Oh my god, I know where you're going with this. And Zach goes, they're sitting Honda and Zach goes, do you want to go behind door number one? Door number two? Or maybe there's a surprise around door number three? He goes through each door, and then he goes, you know, we could pick any of them. It's a smorgasbord of evil. Oh my gosh. We were laughing. Nick was like, wait, did you say smorgasbord of evil? That is brilliant. I'm <laughs> like, it's funny, but also... I do think that he automatically believes that if you're in jail you're a bad and evil person. And that's not necessarily true. Like that's a lot of faith to be having in the justice system. And here in twenty nineteen, I ain't have it. You know. So Alright, so now it's now it's time (laughs) tell them. Tell the good people. So they're sitting in the rotunda and when I went it was summer and daytime. So the rotunda they're in is pretty empty because it's uh, a central hub. Like, they have a folding table set out so that they can show their map and set up their supplies and everything. However, when I was there, it was obviously open to the public. It was daylight. And I was taking random pictures around Eastern State. Got a couple of beautiful ones I can't wait to put on Instagram, not gonna lie. I'm so ready. And then I got this one. And I was taking a bunch of them. And unfortunately, I don't have them before. Because at the time, and I still kind of do this, I had a bad habit of if, if I took a picture that I didn't like, I would just delete it. They tell you not to do that on the photography vlogs. But I was doing this for my personal. I don't really do that anymore unless it was a really bad shot. Like it was super blurry or it was a shot of my finger. Yeah. And my picture of the rotunda there is a giant glowing orb in the daylight. Now let me describe this for you. There is nothing reflective. I didn't use flash because it was bright daylight. It's not dust because it's too far from the camera. Like there is actual, you could see actual distance between the camera and where it is. It's so weird. It is super weird and I don't know what it is. Um, It's like Sam. And I showed it to her. She has more photography experience than me. She's like, I don't know what that is. And it's not my camera strap because camera strap doesn't show an orb like that. It would show a line. And it's not lens flare because it's not in the right place for like the direction of the light. No, the light was behind me. Yeah. Lens flare, I'd have to be shooting directly into the light. Not only that, but lens flare tends to be um, octagonal in shape. That depends on your lens. Yeah, well, lens flare typically, it's not perfectly round like that. It usually has... Because the lens is itself a spherical. Yeah, it usually has vertices. This is sphere, This is a perfect sphere. It's a very nice circle. It is weird as fuck. And it has dimension to it. And you can see behind it. It actually looks like it's distorting the light in it. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really weird. Like, I knew Kim had this photo for literal years. Because I kept talking about it! And I hadn't seen it until we started this podcast. And then, finally, Kim was like, you are here in my house, and I keep talking about this. So, it's time to look at photo. And it's weird. It's definitely weird. It is so weird. So, yeah, so... That's where that picture is taken, so you can kind of get what he's talking about with the multiple doors, because you can see some of them. Uh, not all of them are open to the public, because, you know, Eastern State is 150 years old. Yeah, the death ledger starts in 1830. Yes, yeah, so, or it's... Oh my god, it's almost 200 years old yeah. now. Yeah. So, a lot of it is undergoing repair, so not all of it is open to the public. But you can get a general feel. Also, if you're into photography... Eastern State is a great place to take photos. Like, this is, I took this back when I was a freshman in college, I think. Or between my freshman and sophomore year, something like like that. And I got pictures that came out gorgeous. The lighting was just perfect. I kind of want to go for photography. Which is what I keep telling you. I mean, come on, we're already getting EVPs in my apartment, like, this is why I haven't recorded my own podcast. This is my fear. I still blame you for that. You're probably right to. Because <laughs> when it's me alone, I usually experience shit. Yep. I've been to some of the most haunted places in the country and have gotten Nada supposedly haunted I have to say supposedly I live in my house you live in your house that is full of stuff are you sure, are you sure that like you didn't die ten years ago and you're just a hallucination that I have I would applaud you <laughs> for the depth and growth that I have experienced in the last ten years like wow good job <laughs> Or maybe we're both in a mental institution and we are just mutual hallucinations of each other and the life that we wish we had. Then I applaud both of us. (laughs) Or maybe we're just someone in sectional playthings. Too much character growth. (laughs) Hey, maybe there's a series about us and we're bound to do something great. Is this someone's manga? Anyway, so, um is smorgasbord of evil and nick has this wonderful oh sorry i skipped ahead okay so zach brings out a giant ass key and then i see the inside of my head and i have a quick conversation with my brain where we agree that this is really bad so and he's like i'm going to make sure all the doors are unlocked and let everybody out and see if they try to kill the guards and nick has this giant-ass smirk on his face. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this (laughs) dude? The most, the most valid of questions in this case. Because, like, again, not everybody is a murderer. And, again, we just talked about all the fucking torture that these people went through. They broke a rule, right? If they even tried to talk to other inmates... Um, if anything, the guards are probably the bad guys here. Well, you know, you say that, except the prisoners weren't the ones that were often pushed to their injury or death. Yeah. Because Eastern State was super poorly designed, and with the open bars and narrow old catwalks, patrolling guards could really easily be pushed off. Yeah, but then, like, they're also... Torturing people. Yes, abuses in the prison system. This is a consistent problem. I'm not denying that. It continues that. today. Do it, your research. Seriously, do your research. Uh, Close breakers. Um, do your research, especially on uh, privately owned prisons and why that's oh god, a yeah, bad thing. Uh huh. You should definitely look that up uh, if you have a strong stomach, because it's not it's not ideal. But um. Yeah, so he's just like, hopefully they'll try to kill the guards. And I'm having a conversation with the inside of my skull. Nick is smiling the smile of, I'm in danger. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> he definitely just realized he was in danger. <laughs> so, yeah, so Nick has a smirk. Uh, Eastern State had design issues because you shouldn't be able to reach out of your cell and push someone over a ledge. Sorry, I'm so... Like, yes, there were abuses by the guards, but I still can't get over that someone thought that was a good way to design a prison. Someone also thought that solitary confinement forever for everyone was a good idea But these were separate designers! I know. It's like, Eastern State was like, give me the most, like, bastard... Um prison designers oh my god so then they start getting shit happening i just admit they do have a very active investigation they do i don't have a lot of bullshit to say about it if we're being honest yeah, which isn't so surprising so when ghost hunters went i think maybe a year before this episode came out a year or two before this episode in one of the hallways that they get a lot of activity in they had a full-on apparition. They did. They had a full-on apparition running down the hall. Uh, and what was interesting was in one of the hallways, Aaron sees a shadow person. They don't capture it. Which disappoints me to no end. And it also means that it could have been a trick of his eye, but I did think it was interesting that uh, Aaron thinks he sees a shadow person in one of those halls after that. Um, and so they get disembodied voices. They get... Unexplained clanging. They get a few EVPs, including one that was I know God, that they insist is su- I knew God, which they insist is super symbolic. I did not hear I knew God. I heard a voice? I get where they heard I knew God, and they're like, I knew God, God. It sounded like, I knew God knew God. But, I mean, I agree with you, that was kind of unclear. And then they caught more EVPs. And then they call a disembodied voice that they think said hungry? I heard that one. I purposely looked away from the screen so that I wouldn't see what they thought it said. And honestly, Zach hears that one and goes, what the fuck are we dealing with here? And I'm here on the couch like, I don't know, but it's fucking hungry and you a snack, bro. (laughs) And then, speaking of poor Zach... (laughs) So they're wandering around and they decide to go, (laughs) they find the chair that, uh, the torture chair. Yeah, one of the torture chairs. And Zach tries to go into the room. God, I was dying. And this is something out of a freaking Looney Tunes cartoon. So he tries walking through the door and he clotheslines himself on the pole. He's like, all right, I guess I can't go that way. It's like dick hiding on him. So, he tries going under, and as he's trolling under the pole, he goes head first into a bench. Oh, I thought he had hit his back on the bar. No! There was a bench in front of him! He does also. When he hits the bench, he hits his back on the okay, bar. Okay, he may have hit both like, at the same yeah. time, but... I, so... I, I had looked down to type my note on this. So Nick and Aaron are dying and Zach is just sitting there in pain like, yeah, laugh at me. You're so mean. I'm like, get over yourself, home. To be fair, that's one of those things where like, if it were me in that moment I'd be so pissed. He, Zach does get a better sense of humor in later episodes. See, like, these early episodes he's such a baby about that sort of thing. Like, he'll laugh if Nick or Aaron get hurt. But the moment it's him, he's like, you guys are being very nice. Yeah, in later episodes, I'm he's baby. like, "Yeah, no, I can't wait till we get the Valentine's Day special where he slips on ice while writing a love poem." <laughs> Up until recently, I'd be like, "That's just my that's just my life. That's just what Valentine's Day and love is. It's standing <laughs> on ice, slipping while trying to fall in love." <laughs> but yeah, someone's so, probably out there for you, listener. But yeah, it's not us. Yeah, I mainly I really did feel bad for him because that is painful and I understand that frustration, but also it was so funny. It's not even just... No, he, he, night, have, night fishing. Yeah. he only had a flashlight. But he had an epic flashlight. Anyway, so... He wasn't using it to look at what's fucking in front of him. So, Zach ties himself into the chair and they hear Dale still is opening and closing. Okay, I just I'm wanna, like GTFO. Right. I'm, I just want to say that... When that chair was used for torture, you'd be completely bound into it, right? Um, In this situation, he just has, like, uh, little, like, wrist manacles, right? And he's just flapping his arms and rattling his chains and being like, I'm so tied up. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Baby's first BDSM scene. So Zach gets super demanding. He's like, come on, attack me. I want all of you to conversion here. Oh, but first Nick is like, come do- he's tied up, come do whatever you want to him. And then he's like, yes! And I'm like, oh god, this is how you get- See, as he's being all demanding, he's like, and then, I heard this EVP, it might be intelligent, say this chilling thing, and I'm fully expecting this to be an EVP telling Zach to fuck off. No, instead we get, get out. Out. And I'm like, no! No! This is where you summon up all of your ghost energy, and you say directly into that microphone, you lousy piece of shit. <laughs> so yeah, so then they go into another room. I forgot which one this was. I think it may have actually been Death Row. Um, they I don't think they say it, but I think I recognized it as being Death Row, because it was in an um, area off in the main building. And they actually get intelligent knocking responses. And that was fucking cool. That was cool. I just want to say, like, the camera records moon phase. There's still infrared digital. I have a lot of questions. Like, when is that useful? Are you tracking your period with the still camera? Like... Um... I mean, a full moon versus a new moon can cause different types of glare and different lighting issues. Also, if you believe that nights the full moon are more active, then tracking that might be useful. I mean, I guess. I feel like nights with full moon, you can just see better. Because the moon is really bright. If you've ever had the moon directly outside of your window while you're trying to sleep, you know this maz is bright tonight oh my god <laughs> get out here no centaur go back go back to your woods and also so they get intelligent knocking and this is like the third or fourth time where they show something being done three times i'm just like you don't need to show the same clip three times we get it we heard it we once will do and it's just knocking Like, it'd be one thing if it was like, can you make out what this EVP says? Go get fucked. Or whatever. Um, Zach's a baby. Then that might be hard to understand. You might need to hear that three times. But just, there we go. Actually, it was more, yeah. But, you know, like, that is pretty easy to pick up and that's pretty clear. Um, so it really bugs me when they do, like, the EVP, like, once. Like, oh, did you catch that? Here, let's play for you once again. Then the knocks, it's like a loop of knocking. Then they do the camera circle. It was kind of cute. It's like, so Zach's like, all right, so right now I'm shooting Aaron, Aaron's shooting Nick, and Nick's shooting me because we're all about to go off in separate directions. I'm like, oh, you're doing a camera circle. That was pretty cute. That was so cute. So they go off on their own. Aaron goes into the shower. No one touches his butt here. No, but he does say that this whole being by yourself thing is bull. And I'm like, Aaron, you sweet baby boy, you of all people would know. (sighs) And he keeps stopping his sentences because he's hearing things. And... Like, he's clearly, like, on edge, and it's moments like that when you realize he's just a grown man standing in the dark talking to himself while things may or may not be moving in the darkness around him, and that's nightmare fuel. Yeah. Like, Nick thinks he hears his name. I heard a noise. It sounded, like, static to me. Yeah. Um. Um. Zach is hanging out with Al Capone. They get, like, a distant scream. Which, I'm thinking there's animals in Philadelphia. There are, but that doesn't sound like an animal that you would get in a city landscape. Uh, But the distant scream, it's also the middle of Philadelphia. It could be coming from someplace nearby. Yeah. Um, I hate being skeptical of these things, but, like... You do? I mean, I thought that was the whole point of this podcast. I mean, when it comes to, like, the screams and the shouts, like, it's not like they have someone who's from Philadelphia or is, like, aware of what animals sound like with them. I freaking Zach can't even tell a rattlesnake apart from a snake that does not have a rattle. I mean, to be fair, they don't make a big deal out of it. They're like, and we caught this on one of our still cameras. We don't know what it is. It sounds like screaming. They don't really make a big deal out of it. They're just like, we got this. Yeah. Um, and leave it up to you for to decide. But yeah. So when I say Easter State is in the middle of Philly, I think it's actually right by a septa station. <laughs> like, you, it's literally like smack dab in the middle of downtown Philadelphia, if I remember. Uh, I've never been. So. It's just, it's just mildly disappointing when it's like, ooh, we got some evidence and it's like, mm, is that a fox? I mean, in this case, it's probably not a fox. But, you know. No, in this case, it's a person. But, it's... It could be on the other side of the walls. I don't think it's on the... Other side of the walls. I think it's just, like... Because I thought it was shot from the outside. Well, yeah, those are out... the, the, um, The first... The Scream was out in the yard. It's by the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Oh gosh. Like, it is in downtown Philly. <laughs> or not downtown Philly, but it's like in Philly. It's in the city. That that's could could have been coming from anywhere. So, yeah. Be skeptical of things, y'all. Especially the prison pipeline system. <laughs> um... Yeah, but this episode was, my only complaint about this episode was that it was a little boring. Yeah, it was, they did their best. The, you know what it is, it's not that like that was boring, it was compared to all the other shenanigans they usually get into, this was tame. There was no voodoo princess. She was a queen. She was a voodoo queen. Yes, I don't mean to give her a step down. There was no voodoo queen doing a voodoo ritual, there was no snakes, um... There were no mines for Zach to climb down, ill-advised. Possibly full of snakes. Just chock-fucking-full of snakes. (laughs) They were never in a situation where I thought that they might die, and... I think this is the first episode where they're not in a situation where I thought they might die. <laughs> that was Eastern State. Uh, if you do want to visit, they're open most days, and it's a pretty cool location. There's a lot of history. It's in, Like I said, it's in the city, so it's not like you have to go outside of Philadelphia to see it. If I remember, it's a National Historic Site. They actually do a haunted house around Halloween. Tickets are pretty cheap. If you're a student, it's 10 bucks. If you're an adult, it's 14 And that includes an audio tour. And it's pretty cool! Like, I really enjoyed it when I went. And if you want to learn more about the history of prisons in the U.S., it's definitely recommended. If you haven't been to the Eastern States, Sam... It's a great trip and you should definitely go if you're in Philadelphia or nearby, Sam. So busy for the rest of my life. No, you're not busiest. No, you're not cuz you know where we ha- you know when we have to drive through Philly? When when well, we do that thing that we do every summer. Oh no. And we go down to DC. We might be going separately and then we might be coming back separately. Well, s- I have to go to work. We'll see what happens. <laughs> You guys can't see it, but I'm, like, glaring at Sam for giving me excuses upon excuses. What are we doing next week, Kim? Next week is the Moon River Brewing Company. I feel like I should start singing the song, but I actually don't know it. Okay. Moon River... Moon River Brewery. The Moon River Brewery occupies the building where the first hotel in America's most haunted city... Okay. Savannah, Georgia, once stood... I thought the most haunted city was St. Augustine. Oh, oh, St. Augustine. Okay. Right. <laughs> Guests of the bar enjoy their spirits completely unaware of the other spirits above and below them. So, I remember the, this being an actually good episode. I have a vague recollection of this one. That And then there's the Ancient Rare man, which is after that, I'm which will excited. end season two, Which, speaking of camp, that episode's campy as fuck. Well, and Lady Snake is in it, and I'm in love with Lady Snake. Oh, we won't talk about Lady Snake. Um, I think Lady Snake was in that one. You told me, you promised me Lady Snake. There was a witch. I thought it was Lady Snake, but I could be wrong. I'll take another witch. This is fine. Next episode, Moon River Brewery. It's going to be great, and we're almost done with season two, guys. I know it seems like it's taken forever. No, it seems pretty quick. Okay, to me, it seems like it's taking forever. In any case, you can find us in a variety of places, including wherever you're listening to us right now. Yes. <laughs> so you can follow us on social media, on Twitter at SRFT Podcast. You're so good at that. <laughs> or on Instagram at Stop Running From This Podcast. We also have a website, which is stoprunningfromthis.blueberry.net with blueberries spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. And you can always email us at stop running from this podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And I'm not sure where you're listening to us right now, but you can find us on iTunes and Spotify. And please rate and review us on iTunes because that helps to get the word out and get more people to listen to us. And we like having our ego stroked. And tell your friends. And you will be super meta. If you had a podcast about our podcast, we had to ask that you only say nice things, because I am (laughs) soft, and Kim deserves better. Kim does all the work. (laughs) If there's a podcast about our podcast, I think that might be a little too meta for me. No, that would make me very happy. Oh my god. Fan podcasts are super a thing. I know they're a thing. I just haven't seen them for other podcasts. Hmm. 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 Anyway, we'll catch you next week because I'm sleepy. <laughs> See you next week. Don't die. Yes, that. <laughs> Please don't die. That's our sign off. <laughs> don't die. <laughs> Sawbones has don't drill a hole in your head. My favorite murder has stay sexy and don't ha- get murdered. Yes. We have don't die. <laughs> We're just distilling it down. <laughs> just just don't die live forever <laughs> stare death in the face and walk backwards into hell no moonwalk into hell Ooh. this episode is brought to you by the concept of putting a sweater on because it's cold out your mom really wants you to put a sweater on it's going to be cold it was fucking 90 degrees this weekend. <laughs>